0: Welcome, it's SB Pod with Stanford Steve. The the bootleg ham radio podcast from ESPN featuring microphones we got at a yard sale. I'm doing this on purpose because it's a holiday weekend, and I want to see if any of the people who are executives are actually listening that could remedy this. Oh. Because they'll call. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Did you hear the part where I made fun of the fact that we got yard sale ham radio equipment? bootleg eastern block Travis just has his head in his hands like oh god if you edit this out Rockhold I'm coming to Connecticut and I'm gonna I'm gonna smack you in the head with a wiffle ball bat." <laughs> leave it in I'm making a point okay acknowledge me verbally I got you thanks buddy <laughs> how are you doing Steve <laughs> excellent how are you hey, you sound like you're in a tin can in a bottom of a swimming pool I mean, honest to God, we're overmodulated, Mike. Mike's. I mean, come on, figure it out. Been down here a year. Um, there's a lot going on in the old sports world, I tell you. As we record on a Wednesday, we're in advance of Clippers-Suns Game Six. We don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday. Yet another injury to Giannis. People want to connect the dots to the season and the quick turnaround. And I, I feel like that's kind of convenient. And I mean, I'm not denying that having to play as many games might have something to do with some of these injuries, but Trey Young steps on a ref's foot, Giannis' knee buckles. It sucks, undeniably. And this whole postseason is impacted massively by injury. Uh, but I don't know. It's It's like, remember back in the day, I used to get mad about like Matthew Stafford, they say oh, he's injury prone. I'm like, is he injury prone? Or does he just get hit a lot? Like, the idea that you're prone to injury suggests that there's something wrong with you that that, that it's a fault of yours. Yeah, I, I don't think these injuries happen for any other reason than it's an unfortunate byproduct of playing a sport where that could happen. But the the residual effect is, you lose stars at every turn, and it's it's brutal. I mean, it's 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 brutally impactful games have still been exciting I, I still enjoy the games immensely but I mean watching Giannis go down on Tuesday night is just you shake your head and think how, how's this even possible
1: yeah it's I thought one I know it's a, a small sample size but I really thought it showed how valuable Giannis is they were just and I know they were in shock of possibly losing them. they didn't know how bad it was but they I mean defensively they were at debacle offensively they were just very indecisive Um, and it just showed, I was like, wow, this is, this is not what they want. No, but, but but, not what they wanted to look like.
0: But the level that Atlanta played without Trey young shows you. And to be fair to Atlanta or to Milwaukee, I should say, Atlanta went into the game knowing, all right, we're not going to have our guy. So mentally everybody's prepared to be at a different level and assume a different role. Uh, in Milwaukee's case, you're figuring that out on the fly. And there is, uh, you have to be shell-shocked to see that guy knocked out. But it, it, the absence of Giannis and his importance and how it reveals itself when he's not there, it, 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 it plays into this big word. It's one of my least favorites that you know, narrative. Our guy, yeah. Rus- our guy, Rosillo, I thought did a really interesting job as he often, I should say, as he, I think always does framing the conversation about Paul George And how there's this never-ending cycle. And we talked about it when he and I did the show together about how you know, your your legacy is not a a Facebook relationship status. You don't get to update it every day. But that's what happens during these playoff runs. Oh, Paul George sucks. He's not clutch. He missed free throws. Or, no, they don't have Kawhi Leonard and the dude scored 41 on the road to force the series back to, to Los Angeles. And then if they lose tonight, then it can be back to pandemic pee and jokes and whatever. It, neither, no one's reasonable. But I mean, that's just, if Boogie Cousins, I thought the other night saying, give him his flowers and whatever and the narratives. I mean, who who are the narratives? Like NBA, Twitter? It, that's entertaining. Yeah. I, I, I get to laugh like everybody else, but who does that, what does that matter? Jokes on the internet? Who gives a f-? I'm sure Paul George doesn't.
1: Oh, I'm really happy for him the way he's responded. Since the free throws, but it goes back to everybody just going based off what they see on social media. We talk about it every week. It feels like yeah. on here, who cares? Watch the game, put the phone down. It's not yeah. hard.
0: it is hard. It is hard no. because and Charles on on uh, inside the NBA made the point that we've all gotten criticized. It's not new. That's true. And Charles isn't on social media now. And maybe he wouldn't have been when he was a player when he was a younger man. Maybe he might have been had it existed. There's no denying that social media is an accelerant to the criticism and how people internalize it. I mean, look at Kevin Durant. He's a fascinating human being, one of the most gifted players in the world. And he's just a regular guy who's there on social media reacting and and interacting with people in a way where. Sometimes people push back and go, "Why would you do this? Why would you care?" Well, because I'm alive and I'm a human, and I'm bored as and I'm that's what I'm doing, you know. But I think social media clearly changes how criticism is projected, how much of it is heard. Um, but really, it, it is this never-ending cycle of "You suck," "You're not good enough." Oh wait, no. Hey, how come you? Why are we giving him credit? Well. Look at what he did the other night. Look at what George did. He was tremendous in that game and uh, helping get it back to, to LA. And if they don't win, then what are we going to say? That he's not good enough when Kawhi Leonard goes out? I mean, it's just, I don't know. Uh, it's and, all
1: dumb, and, Scott.
0: It's dumb. Uh, we agree. We agree about that. Uh, but it's, it is, it's the fuel in the gas tank of a lot of engines at, uh, at the moment, but it's hot as hell. I, I hope oh. we I hope wherever people, I out in the West Coast, like Seattle and Portland. I, I didn't know it got that hot there. Like 110 my, degrees. What's that?
1: My buddy JA texted me today. 115. Where? Washington, state of Washington.
0: They're not built for that, man.
1: No, they're not. Like,
0: like Scottsdale. And,
1: he, and he's hairy as hell, too. I can't imagine how painful he is.
0: Uh, per, if you have fur right now, that's a bad place to be. And apparently, a lot of those places up there don't, even have, don't have AC. Now, where we are yeah. in a different Washington, nation's capital, if you don't have AC here when it's 98 and the humidity is a billion, you're you you're in a big, bad problem. So, the a, you, I, I, I feel for the folks out in the Pacific Northwest, uh, it's it's, get, it's getting hot. It's getting to be summertime. We're getting to the finish line here of what we do. We've got some finals to get to, which is exciting. Yeah. And we're going to tap out in a while when the NBA, after the NBA finals. So we'll go away and do what we do, and then when we come back, it'll be football and trombone shorty will be playing, and we'll have winners. But hot hot. It's still is this still a good window right now? Is this still a good window? Go ahead. I
1: think we're taping this before tonight starts in sports. I think this is the best sports night of the summer. You got Stanley Cup. You got Western Conference Finals. You got Otani on the bump in the Bronx.
0: You got the he, World
1: Series where Starkville didn't. just invaded Omaha. Like, it's it, a ton of good stuff. We're going to have a great show tonight.
0: There you go. Good show coming. Could have waited um, for the podcast, but Rockhold's like, no, we got to get it out. And, you're, you know, he's, he's right. Try to give it out and give the content to the people. Mississippi State, in the history of their sports programs, have never won a state. I uh, never won a national title. Yeah. That's astounding to me. You go, you go to a school, Stanford. Uh, that you guys win all kinds of stuff. Sears Trophy, bro. There you go. Which you guys win for like archery and rowing, and I don't know what else.
1: It's what it's all about.
0: Shout to the archery people. If you're an archer, like what are you? And uh, I guess you're an archer. What's an the problem? Archerer, archer. what's the proper term for a bow and arrow shooter? An archer, I guess. Yeah. Did, I don't even know if you have archery, but if you do, I bet you're good at it cuz you guys win a lot of stuff. But Mississippi State, Kansas State, and apparently Virginia Tech, they've never won any national championships. Which I thought, wow, imagine you're in Manhattan, Blacksburg or Stark Vegas. You're you're ready for anything, which is why Hattiesburg has taken over
1: Starkville. Don't mix those up.
0: Oh, I said Hattiesburg. That's, yeah. that's Southern Miss.
1: Yeah. People are coming after you after hearing that one.
0: Take a 20 second and calm down Starkville. I just said Stark Vegas. I know, I know this where it is. They know who we mean. I know. I know Starkville has taken over Omaha and uh, we'll see if you all get to celebrate uh, at the time of our conversation, they got off to a, a good start early and, um, But it it is a good night. It is a good night. It's hot everywhere. You hate something. I do, and I'm going to get to that. But before we get to the hate, I'm going to pivot right into what I really want to talk about most. It's hot. So you know what you do? You dive in the pool. And I know you and I both want to talk about some hashtag dad life swim swim meets.
1: Bro. (laughs) Intense, man. I never knew. I never knew it's, uh, it's been, it's been really cool to learn about it and be there. And one thing about swimming that I didn't know, mm-hmm. it is every day. It, 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 it is awesome. And I just love the discipline that it's instilling in, in the everyday stuff. Uh, I really do. I, and, but I know you want to talk about the meets and I will go after that, but these, these swim meets are, are incredible.
0: I go back to the days of summertime, Pelt University of Maryland, managing the pool. Shout out to the shout out to the Stonegate community where I was the pool manager and a swim coach. Let me just tell you all: I think the statute of limitations has expired. In case you guys didn't connect the dots, I didn't know a whole lot about swimming. You're swimming. You're at the
1: pool and you had like the buoy around your
0: neck, like whistle. I was the guy running the laps. We had meets. I was in charge. And I think they put together pretty quickly, I don't think this guy knows a whole lot about swimming. That's true. Not a lot about swimming. I am, however, going to order pizza out of the soda money for the entire summer so that when we get to the end of the summer, basically my entire check has to go back to you to cover what I embezzled. So that is, that's the review of the summer that I was a swim coach at Stonegate. How
1: old were you?
0: I was 20, 20, oh, 20, I was tw- 20 year old Van Pelt making reckless decisions with the soda money. Hey, we got hungry. I was just like, oh, we'll order a pie. You get to the end, you're like, you know, we're like 350 bucks short. Like, oh, I'll be damned. Well, I guess my check. All right, there you go. We even, yeah, okay. I was a problem. You you don't even know. I was hell on wheels. I was fine. Now I look like an old shoe in the face. But the swim meets as the as the young 20 year old Van Pelt compared to now the old dad Van Pelt at the meets. It's it's amazing. I didn't do this. I I was I played stick and ball sports like you. Yeah, I, I didn't do swim team.
1: I had no idea. First one I went to was last week.
0: Okay, so we've had a couple. And. I, I'm going to, I'm going to save I want to save the story I have. Cause it's, it's, it goes in a lot of different directions. I have, have, how have you all, how has the Coughlin team enjoyed the, the process? Is it like, a, is everyone there? What goes on?
1: Well, this, this, this it gets complicated. Okay. <laughs> because, because you have to learn very quickly. If you didn't already know that these swim teams ask for volunteer help for, from parents and they will suck the life out of you and ask you for, and just keep asking. And then finally you got to say no. So you know what my job is? What's I'm your job? Costco, I'm the Costco run guy for the, for the, for the stand to sell stuff. I'm at Costco twice a week. Anybody got Costco questions? <laughs> send them to me. I've been coming home with boxes and stuff. This, we have the best stand in in Montgomery County. We're selling
0: out of stuff like nothing. So wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want everyone listening right now. I want you to think back through the years about your man, Stanford Steve. When you got to know him, kind of understanding who he is, what he is, how he's become a star. Now I want you to picture him at Costco buying cheese doodles in bulk for the swim team. That's what you've been reduced to.
1: Yep. Dripping <laughs> sweat nonstop. In and out of Costco. I got it down. I know where to park. That's it's, awesome. It, it, it's very good. Okay. Now, so the responsibility goes on now. Now, they ask you to store the stuff after the meat. as at, So you store it at your house. Mm. Well, our kids get hungry. And they're looking at the stuff from the stand. No, we have the best stand in the county. And yep. all they want to do is eat the food. It's real, I got to hide the stuff now. So now it's like taking a whole <laughs> nother level and, and, and the responsibilities, they just don't stop, but um, we're, but, we're dialed in. We're good. We're currently uh, in a meet right now.
0: Okay. But for all the hassles, right. Mm-hmm. Those 30 seconds, 25 seconds, however, the long, the, the, the no longer, <laughs> whatever the time is that your little girl is in that pool. How awesome is that?
1: Very good. We talked about soccer games earlier, yep. but at swim meets, nobody's quiet. And nope. I've had to stay controlled. It's very yep. good. But the it's not anxiety because it's just, you know, you're just proud to see them in the pool. It's, it's awesome to see and yep. to see them finish and touch the hand and put their head, you know, get their head out of the water. It's, it's an awesome feeling to see. And we're uh, we're really happy and we're having fun with it.
0: Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. With that in mind, um, the last night, Tuesday night, road road swim meet, Whoa. yeah, and bro, <laughs> it was as real as it gets on the road at Washington Golf and Country Club. That's Ooh. that's in Virginia, and yeah. I want, I'm telling you, <laughs> I didn't know, well. <laughs> So I drive over to Virginia. I had come into work to do something. And I'm looking at the clock like, am I, am I going to get done? I got to get there. I get th- I make it. I get there. And and for people listening elsewhere, you have to understand, Maryland and Virginia, it's divided by the Potomac River. And you look at Virginia on the Maryland side and go, you people stay over there. We'll stay over here. I don't know what language you speak. I don't know what currency you spend. I don't know what to, what flag you fly over there. You stay on your side, we'll stay on ours. It's really <laughs> odd. We're the same people. It's just Maryland and Virginia, oil and water. They don't really mix. Well, we're, in, we're on the Virginia side behind enemy lines at WGCC. And I walk into this joint and it's like a movie, okay? There's this balcony that's directly over the pool so you can look right down into it and I swear to God, there are more than a hundred parents and people looking over into the water. There's those pool, like those flags for the stuff for the the swim meets flying. And I look up and they've got like an Olympic scoreboard with real time, like it's digital, like it's a scoreboard. There's like 10 places. I'm like, what is this? (laughs) I mean- Back at the home pool, it's like Carmichael Auditorium. We're flipping over like paper numbers, man. This is Olympic real digital scoreboard. Hundreds of people on top of the pool. And immediately I think to myself, Lila is freaking out because she has anxiety about not wanting people to watch her. She's not that into this. I get there. I'm not really supposed to go where she is but my wife's like she's right there I go over my daughter gives me the hug on the leg like your daughter gives we gives you when she thinks thank god you're here please don't leave me and I just said sw- and I just said sweetheart you got this just dive in and swim as fast as you can have fun it's good we're we're all here we're, we're so proud of you we go over time for second heat fastest heat first first heat fastest swimmers is in the second heat We've been working on the dive, Steve. She likes to do the mermaid dive. Dives in, goes too deep. I said, sweetheart, if you dive down, everybody else is swimming. You're still coming up to the top. Well, she dives down a little low. But when she pops up, she's pretty quick. So who's in lane four? My girl. Who gets to the wall first? On the digital scoreboard, four has a one next to it. She wins wins her heat. And I'm thinking, right on, man. That's really cool. She was nervous. She did it. So the all you want is that you just want her to try and then get the feedback that I, I got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she comes over, high fives. Oh, it's great. You got you won your heat. This and that. I think somebody else might have beat her, but didn't touch. They got digital pads in this place, like slanted, the slanted boards that you stand on. I don't know what those are called. Like the blocks. Like the blocks are like slanted. They got the whole bit. Might as well be the might as well be the Olympic trials in Indianapolis or wherever the hell it was. Omaha. there you go a lot of stuff going on in Omaha I'm going to get to the better part of the story here in a minute so the swim coach comes over and he shows me the 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 heat sheet and has underlined this name and he says there's a rumor going around apparently this girl that, that swam in this heat is uh the daughter of this guy named Tom Dolan and 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 I'm like, I know that name. He's like, yeah, that Tom Dolan. He's like, I, I had his poster on my wall from Sydney. For those that don't know, he's an Olympian, a world record holder, multiple gold medal winner, and certified badass Tom Dolan, yeah. okay? His daughter apparently was in that heat. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, oh, he's like I got to see if he's here. I got I to gotta find him. I just, you know, I'm, gotta, I'm looking for him. But again, there's a 100 people are there. So, so my wife and I are standing there and we're talking to Lila and we're just, you know, BS and doing the swim meet stuff. And I look up and here comes a guy and he's, he's, he's straight out of the dad catalog, you know, fit, got on cap and flip flops and, you know golf shirt and he comes over and he says hey he says uh he's like you yeah, I think your daughter was swimming right next to mine in that last race she did great he's like I think they both did that mermaid dive I'm like yeah yeah we're trying to work on it you know she died, she went down low and then she comes up and he's like yeah but she was fast when she got to the top I was like yeah he's like yeah yeah, yeah blah, my too and I was like oh, we're just trying to have fun and like whatever I just hope she has has fun and gets a kick out of it and you know this and that and we're talking we're talking for a while and I said I said I'm Scott by the way and he goes hi it's nice to meet you I'm Tom Dolan and I'm like Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, you're the guy. And he's like, uh, the guy. I was like, yeah, I'm like, our swim coach is, is he's, you got to meet him. He's, he's, he, you were on his wall. And he proceeded to tell the coolest, most incredible stories about, about swim meets, about parents at swim meets. We sh- we share, Steve, you, me, and and Tom, a belief about like, it's for the kids, but maybe sometimes the rooting and the cheering maybe takes on a different tone as it, as you get a little bit more serious, but maybe it's a little too serious early on. And he told incredible stories about he set an Olympic record, a world record at 18 in Rome, but came back to swim in this pool where we were because he was still on his swim team and how important these swim teams are to community and to be a part of that and to want to sort of show that this world record holder was one of them, which, and he couldn't have been a more regular, normal, awesome guy. And he was sharing how like the parenting can get so out of hand. And and he also, because I think, you know, he knows what I do. And so we talked about the athlete part of it and who he was and how he was wired. And it was fascinating because he shared how when he came back after Rome, and he was like 50 yards ahead of the next guy that he did that, that when he finished, he like chucked his 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 goggles against the back wall because he, I guess, didn't set a personal best or whatever the case might have been. And it was just how wired, how you had to be wired to be elite in that, and why he mm-hmm. chose why he chose swimming and 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 how that and golf appealed to him because it was on you and this and that. But anyway, the long and the short of it is just that. I had the most, it was, it was like the, like the sun had gone down, it was still hot, but it was like this beautiful night at this beautiful, incredible swimming facility. I'm talking to this former world record holder, who's the most normal guy in the world. And my girl beat his girl. (laughs) Well, I got to the wall first and we were laughing about that. I'm like, I'm like, I I can't wait to explain to my daughter that like the, 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 what is it? The the progeny, is that the word? Like my, my, my daughter managed to out tap in the second heat. And by the way, it couldn't have mattered less. All she was just proud that, that she did well. And, and we just, we just shared such cool, fun dad moments. And there were so many more. Uh, and like, we just, we talked for like the, I, I kept thinking, God, I mean, I don't want to take up so much of the guy's time, but I was just, his stories were so incredible uh, about then and now. And, I just, I found it really instructive that someone who had such incredible high achievement, true, like he stood on the top of the metal stand and heard the national anthem, okay? Yeah. His name was, his name was next to a world record. And here he is with me having a beer, talking about our kids, and couldn't have been less married to the outcome or result because, he recognizes that it ain't about that. It's about for the kids. it's about being there with your child, about being present to give him a high five, give him a hug, give him a towel, and and just tell him you're proud. And then at the end of the night, this was this is probably the coolest part of the whole night. Like I get home, Lila go. We put Lila to bed. I do the bit we do every night. We do a Cinderella story. Someday she won't want that. Shout out to Darius Rucker. It won't be like this for long. I know that. Um. But I told her, I said, Lila, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just, we're, I'm. Mom and Dad are just so proud of you because you're, 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 you were scared to do this, and now you're doing it, and you're doing great, and you're going to win some ribbons, and you know what? What doesn't matter what place they are. Um, you're, we're proud of you, and and I just, I know you know that. And she said, I'm proud that you're proud of me. And I left a room, and I thought, I don't know what else there is, man. Like if for your kid to know that you're in their corner. And for her to feel good about the fact that we're proud of her, she didn't like, I don't know. And this, this took a, this took a serious turn, but uh, it's, it's uh, it's really been, really been fun. And I've heard forever from all of my friends that nothing that you ever see or do will prepare you for how much fun it is to watch your kids compete in sports. You and I grew up in that you performed at a much different level than me, but it's just so, it's just so fun to see them try and, you know, and achieve, and I hope understand that you're going to lose a whole lot more, than you're going to win, but just have some fun anyway. Shout out to Tom Dolan, who couldn't have been a more of a badass back in the day, and couldn't have been more of a cooler regular guy uh, this week over on the other on the wrong side of the river, the wrong side of the tracks in Virginia. He was a bad boy. Look him up. That's what I got Rock for you on Gold, swimming.
1: Gold tells me he was a swimmer.
0: Yeah, he was good. I I'm good is a relative word, but it'll get
2: better once they get to the age where you have to stop like making sure they're at their events because then you can walk away, go out to your car, have a beverage or two, go back in. And like, you're not like having to be there for every second.
1: Yeah. It, it
2: goes on for a while. It the, goes that, on for a that's while. That's the problem is the meets are forever. Yeah. Now I got a question. Do the kids still write their events on their wrist? Cause that's what we would always do. I didn't know what that was.
0: Lila had a bunch of numbers on there. And yeah, she, she, she wrote them. She wrote them on there. Cause she's doing freestyle. Um, she was first in her heat. No big deal. Uh, backstroke. I think she got a f- ribbon for that, maybe fourth and then breaststroke. Um, so she's swimming three events and never, she she swam at two events in her whole life. So we're, you know, we're, we're kind of puffing our chest out that she's in there trying way to go. Steve, Steve, I know how the Costco thing
2: goes. Cause my mom ran the concession stand for a few years and the willpower slash fear of getting in trouble of not going down to the basement to get that candy. It was, it's hard. It was hard, but I think it was mostly, I just didn't want to get in trouble that I didn't go down there and
0: steal it. Be careful that you don't wind up in a stone gate situation where you start, you know, you start dabbling and dipping into the right. Like we did like, ah, oh, we got soda money. We can buy a pizza. Yeah. And then the next yeah. thing you're using the funds for the Costco cheese balls. And you come home and CC smashed a can of them. Well, now we're in a deficit situation. That's tough. It mean, gets me it's tough to govern because I, I don't know if your kids are sneaky. Mine are sneaky. They oh, would find yeah. they'd find out where the stuff was kept, and you know Charlie, he'd climb up on top of the roof and figure out a way to scale <laughs> to scale the uh, whatever he had to scale to get into yeah. the uh, to get into the top shelf. So, all right. So that was swim meet talk, dad life. You want to talk about stuff we hate? Yeah. Good, I do. I'm starting this week. Steve and I have lengthy, lengthy lists. lists. Talking about this guy or this thing or this whatever. whatever. Once a week, one thing a week. Here's what I hate. All right, Steve, I've laid out on this segment and, and kind of passed. I've been looking for positivity in the world. But I got something I hate. All right? I... And, and, You want to call me Boomer, Peepaw, Old Man Yells at Clouds? I don't give up because I'm right. I hate when I turn on a playoff game and I see a team playing that I cannot recognize who they're supposed to be because they're wearing a jersey that isn't their jersey. I hate this jersey thing we're doing where like the Nuggets have 46 jerseys. The Jazz have 112 jerseys. I didn't know the Bucks had a blue jersey and it's supposed to represent the Lakes or something. And I was afraid like, wait, is this some charity thing where if I say I hate it, I'm saying I hate charity. For the record, Scott does not hate charities. I am pro charities. But I think this was just a blue jersey for Lakes or something. Just Bucks. Wear your jerseys. Whoever you are, just wear your jerseys, particularly in the playoffs, because it's the playoffs. And if we could get light jerseys at home, dark jerseys on the road, that seems like something else. It would be a win. I'm going to try to win one battle. Mm. I'm probably not going to win all of them. I just want you to wear a jersey that I know what the hell it is. Is that too much to ask? No, it's not. What do you hate, Steve? <laughs> this
1: is complicated, but <laughs> I hate myself because I can't do anything around the house. I can't do anything. I, I, I was changing. I was taking my shirt off in the bedroom the other day snapped one of the wheels of the fan. What am I going to It's just snapped in half. What? I got to call what?
0: a handyman. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. What, what, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait.
0: Do you hate that you can't fix stuff? Yeah. Like, I can't fix
1: anything. I I got a toolbox, and my girls laugh at me because I was like, Daddy, you never use your toolbox. I'm like, I don't know how. I don't know how. I, I, I can tighten a screw. Screw to, 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 because our doorknobs in our house are awful. We got to tighten them because the kids just hang on them. Uh I could tighten that up, but that's about it. All right. So, so wait, start start to get expensive. I'm just telling you.
0: All right. A couple things. Number one, don't, don't hate yourself, Steve. Take it easy on yourself. There was probably a week in school where they taught people how to be self-sufficient and how to fix stuff. And I missed that week. And so did you, we were both out. We were both out sick the week they taught. And I I started to say, boys, I shouldn't assume that we don't have gender, specific gender, specific jobs in this world. Little boys, little girls, they can all take care of whatever, but whatever they taught how to fix stuff, you and I missed that. Yeah. Okay. Um, My dad worked for a plumbing company. Dad told me, Buzz, my dad called me, Buzz said, Buzz, You got to do one of two things. You either got to learn how to fix stuff or you got to have a guy. (laughs) Okay. So I'm just thinking at this stage of your life, and now that you're a big shot, you know, all sorts of platforms and whatever else, you know, you could probably afford it. You just need a guy.
1: I know. And that's the problem. I had in Connecticut, I had a guy. And now in Maryland, like I got to, I got to, I got to get a guy.
0: You didn't have, you got, you don't have a local guy.
1: I don't have a guy. Just move
0: there. Ask Chief. Ask, ask one of our guys. They got guys. Okay. But you, right. you know what you need? You need one guy or girl. My dad said a guy. You need a guy. This is like man-to-man defense. It applies to every gender. That can do everything. Like yes. a, guy, a guy who if you say, hey, I need you to spackle and paint something on a roof, up by the roof line, he's like, gotcha. But while you're up there, the gutter fell off fine. Also, the um, air conditioning is on the fridge. I can figure you need one person who didn't miss that week of school. They taught that week at school. That's what you need because there's stuff. I, I know stuff goes wrong a lot and I don't want you to hate yourself. I don't want you to pick on yourself, Steve, or feel bad because what you're good at, you're great at. You're great at being a great dad. You're a good earner. You're providing for your family. You know, you can't be everything. So I don't want you, I don't want you to, uh, I don't want, I don't like this tone. I don't want you feeling bad about yourself. All right. All I right. have some questions. Oh, okay.
1: So your car windshield, right? Yeah. yeah. How do you get it without the streaks? Like I, I've been cleaning it. I've been wiping it down. We use every kind of glass cleaner streaks everywhere. I, I can't do it. It's, It's awful. How do you do it?
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I think that maybe you just, just have to the
1: windshield clear. So you know, uh, like when the fog when it fogs there's not just streaks everywhere.
0: Uh, see once you start with the fog then then it, and then yeah. the humidity and then it's then I don't I, I don't know. I that somebody could someone knows the answer to that that's listening right now. I don't. Put the defroster on. Defroster
1: I know it, but it's, you
0: still can see the streaks. Stop. Clean. You got to stop because once you start with a napkin or with the or with a paper towel, then it gets 800 times worse. And it has. All right. Well, I don't know how to fix that. All right. Back, next. next one. Yep.
1: We need – there's an there's a issue with
0: underwear in the world. <laughs> okay? <laughs> What's happened to this week's podcast? What's um, wrong with underwear?
1: Okay. Now you know the material we like, you know, the under armor material, boxers. Of course. They don't make they don't make boxers anymore. Everything's these tight boxer briefs. I need the boxers. The boxers need to come back. No, everybody's not right. making boxers with the nice material. This whole boxer brief thing, too tight. And
0: I'm with you. Here's and what I, I'd need s- I need room. I need room. Here's what okay. Steve and I are both bigger people. All right. We're we're plus sized men, giant humans, and so we don't want to run around like putting on underwear that's like a fruit roll up on us. We want something that, that that's just a boxer, but it's made out of that soft stuff. Yeah. So so make it stop. What are we doing? Why are no one want big giant men don't want to wear a little snug. Uh, Fruit I don't need roll a speed up, up underwear. Up, no. no! What happened? You I know what the know. good you know what the good news is? I have a drawer. Like I when I when Under Armour first started making those, I was like, give me a billion pairs. So the good news is I have I'm good. And it's not like that stuff, it's not like tidy weddy underwear where it like goes bad. So I think I'm I think I'm okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: what else we got here?
0: I, I don't know. Like it can only get better from here.
1: Everybody's gonna be driving this summer
0: okay? yep yep
1: everybody's going we're actually headed down outer banks next week yeah baby how do you get people to use there's a there's an invention enough in, out there there's an app out there called the ways app mm-hmm. it is one of the greatest things in the world and i can't get close friends i can't get family members to use it why won't they use it i use it every day going to work to help me with traffic I don't understand why people won't use it.
0: Well, I, I use it. Rockhold, do you use it? For longer trips. Okay, well, so so we all use it. Who? How, how, wait, how would people using it make your life better, Steve? Just,
1: it, it helps them because they end up in traffic going ways that they only know how. Use the Waze app. It's built for that.
0: Okay. So this is just Steve helping people. Trying. The new segment, Steve, invention. Steve, when you, Steve, when
2: you use it though, do you like, if you see an accident, press a little button? No, like, no. So you're not even using the app. This ah, means, though.
0: There you go. You're not helping you Steve.
1: You're, role, not helping.
0: you're not, you're selfish. You're not a giver. You you you're not a ways giver. You're a ways,
1: but you won't use it. It's you're a ways
0: taker. Stop being a ways taker, Steve.
1: I am. Okay. Ways taker.
0: So hold on a second. In review, Steve hates himself because he's incompetent around the house. He yep. needs, we need Boxer. Um, we need Under Armour to make boxers again, yep. and people should use the Waze app. Yes. Okay, do you have anything else to close this podcast up in a robust fashion?
1: Yeah, I, met, I did one thing today that I've never done in my life.
0: Uh, you played High li
1: <laughs> No, I've done that.
0: You knitted, I, a, you knitted a, a stocking for Christmas. camp. Okay. It,
1: it's hotter than hell outside. Mm-hmm. I went to the pool. Very nice day at the pool, no one there. I fell asleep outside.
0: You've I, never you've never fallen asleep outside?
1: Not not at the beach, not at the pool, never. I will I think I I was asleep for like 20, 30 minutes. I woke up like I, I don't know. It was just the most calming thing in the world. I think I need to do it more often.
0: Were you sweaty when you woke up?
1: Dripping. <laughs> Dripping.
0: Picture this. You're at your local pool, and here's this enormous man, mouth open, snoring, basting like a ham. Were you in the sun, or were you at least in the shade? Dead in the sun. Look at my head. Yeah, I did see you, and I'm like, my God, he looks like a hellboy. <laughs> so you passed out. It's 100. You passed out in the sun? Yeah, I always sit in the sun. Were you day drinking? How? Did, how is it no. possible? How is that possible to be? Because hold on a second. Wait a minute. You can't sleep at night if the house house doesn't have the AC in the 60s. But in the middle of the blazing sun, basting like a Christmas ham, you slept. I fell asleep. That's baffling. That's baffling to me. When you woke up, did you go dive in the pool for like the most refreshing thing ever?
1: And it was unbelievable.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Unbelievable. All right.
1: All right. One other thing I want to help people with.
0: All right. Wait. Uh, Steve more. This this new segment, Steve helps people with stuff.
1: When you go to Costco, <laughs> get the chicken taco kit. It is the greatest deal there is out there. It's about 14, 15 bucks. I got nine or 10 tacos out of it. It's incredible. Chicken Street Taco Kit at Costco. You'll thank me later.
0: All right. I feel like this was the week where our podcast ter- took a real turn into a different territory. And uh, we sort of abandoned sports. We shared life stories from swim meets. And it's for the kids,
1: Scott.
0: it is. For the, that's for the kids. And then Steve's just helping people use the Waze app, go to Costco, get the chicken taco kit.
1: When's the last time you went to Costco? Uh,
0: you know, it's not on well, my, uh, you know, it's not what I do.
1: You do go grocery shopping, though.
0: I do. I like that. I like the grocery shopping experience. Um, I always, I, 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 not as much as when we could go to Publix where shopping is a pleasure. Shout out to the Edgewater uh, Publix in, in Orlando down in College Park. God, that place was awesome. I, I like to do that, but like Costco, I, isn't that just like bulk stuff everywhere? Yeah, it's tremendous. I, see my, can you buy like a tent for like camping? Is it one of those places? Yeah. You've or never what?
1: been in a Costco.
0: No. My wife was there this week. I just, I, I, I've never been. Places like that confuse me. Like, I need to go. If I could go somewhere where you could buy a tent, I want to go like to a place where they sell camping stuff. If I can go somewhere where I can buy a fishing pole, I want to go there. If I can go somewhere to buy like a football, I want to go there. If I can go in to go buy some cereal and some deli meat, I want to go to a grocery store. If, If 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 all of those things are under one roof, I get confused. It's it's I. It's just too much for me to process, and I and my problem is I would just be like, "Ooh, I I need a football. Like you haven't run at full speed in twenty years. Yeah, but I get me a K two and we'll go throw it. Hey, there's one of them Zimco fishing poles. I need some bobbers. We'll do that. Wait, Golden Grams. Like I would leave. I spend five thousand dollars if I went to Costco. You would. Well, then that's why I can't go. I can't be trusted in a Costco. Nice. That's the end of this week's podcast. <laughs> See y'all next week
1: or some other time.